0: RPG
1: podcast
0: pursuing the
2: RPG hobby with reckless abandon Why not both <quiser>
0: podcast, <laughs> Hold on uh, just uh, for those people listening at home after the fact I forgot to hit mm-hmm. the recorder this is uh, Happy Text RPG podcast 21 uh, season <laughs> 21 episode 7 live from Orcon mim-
2: <laughs> 2018 Is Everyone having a good time?
0: Okay. And then we introduced Dave. Don't worry about Dave. It wasn't that funny. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah. There there was a... Dave, there's also uh, Jason. Hello. Tappy's dead. Tappy just died. Uh, There is only Jason now. One Mohawk to rule them all. This is Kurt. And this is Tappy.
0: All right. And we have a live studio audience. Hello, live studio audience. Before we begin, it is tradition, of course, to ask Mr. Aldrich to come up here to see what the numbers are for the convention, because it's Saturday evening. The convention's been running for a day and a half. Would you come around over on this side over here? Night. So we, can be, we can be on camera. Oh, and by the way, for, so all of you to know, they, they, you guys did that same thing all the time. Anyway, <laughs> uh, just so you all know, we're streaming this live, and there's a camera here, so if you come up and talk... If you don't want to be, if you don't want the your face on the in internet, seconds. stand here. If you want your face on the internet, yes. stand here. So, Uh-oh. see, get close, get close. Oh, oh, I did that on purpose. Oh, oh. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Thank you.
3: That's important.
0: All right. Yeah. See, perfect. It looks great. All right. Okay. So before before we do before we do this, I'd just like to uh, raise a toast because last November, um, a friend from our gaming group. Um, in the college college days and the yeah. post college days. Late
3: eighties, early nineties. Yeah late eighties, early nineties.
0: Right, for those who right. Eric um uh Eric Nyquist passed away. So we'd like to raise a toast to him and all of our all of our fallen friends. All right, thank you. And I would like to uh hand the mic over to you and hear about the con.
3: Okay. Well thank you very much for coming to Con twenty eighteen it's been great so far, and uh, in, in, in broken record fashion, every time I get up here, it seems like, hey, we've set a new record, and it's true again. We are now, as of now, over twenty-two hundred attendees.
4: Wow. We
3: will blow past our old record, which is only twenty-three thirty. So we'll easily get a couple hundred the next day or so. Uh, so we will blow past twenty-four hundred. We're hoping at twenty-five, it will be close. It would have been closer if there hadn't been the flu bug going around, but hey. Mm. Um, so yeah, again, largest show we've run. Um, we're hoping easily going to hit twenty four hundred, maybe hit twenty five. We'll see. So thank you all very much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you very much, Mr. Aldrich.
5: Well, appreciate it. So if you're sitting you at home if you watching this right now, <laughs>
6: this get in your car
5: drive somewhere, get on an airplane, you can be here in time to register and make 2500 That's right. That's right. Goes it's through Monday. Because if you show up, because I just said that, you come find me and I'll give you a hug. Aww. <laughs> oh, that is
2: very valuable. A Kadaev hug is worth five hugs of a normal human. <laughs> it is. It is.
0: And he gives good hugs. They're good. Mm-hmm. There's like and if you, warm.
4: if you don't, if you don't, I will give you a headbutt. <laughs> It's worth five headbutts <laughs> of a normal person.
0: All right, Mr. Jim Sandoval, head of the. Are you still head of the RPG section? I still am. I haven't seen you
7: once. This is the first time I've seen you. I think. I so Actually, far. saw you, but you did not see me. Ooh, uh, he so made well, his stealth made, roll. Well, you were having breakfast. That's uh, what happens in Vodace. Uh, but in any case, uh, hello, everybody. Is everybody having a good time? I am very, very glad to hear it. Uh, the the program is running fantastically. The only issues that I had is that I had a whole bunch of last-minute cancellations uh, of games that people already had pre-regs for, uh, which is a real bummer. But th- there are a lot of people just falling sick right now, and it's just sort of the way it is. And uh, speaking of, my mother ended up being hospitalized on Thursdays, so I usually like to follow up with emails to people that pre regged when games canceled, but I unfortunately did not have the opportunity to do so. So my, apo- my apologies out to the role-playing community since I failed in communication. Um, But, you know, uh, we have 110 individual events, despite cancellations, with 50 different uh, game systems represented. So, once again, we run the vast gamut of role-playing experiences uh, that we can make available to you guys. So, very proud of that, and once again, very proud of our numbers, and very proud of... uh, the success that we've had recently. And uh, even though uh, Tappy likes to give headbutts, I haven't seen him in several years. Um, and he's one of the heterosexual loves of my life. I kissed him right in the mouth when I saw him. <laughs> no headbutt. Possibly some homo.
5: I, wanna, <laughs> I really want to see the YouTube series of Tappy driving around the country, headbutting people if <laughs> didn't show up. Like, I... I'm in, like, oh. The
7: crazy thing about it is it's one of Tappy's <laughs> RPG moves. It, 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 I usually call it the, give us a kiss then, yes. because that's usually what he says right before he heads, headbutts somebody. Uh, but, all right, well, I'm really, really glad that you guys are having a great time. Do you ha- anybody have any questions or any comments about what's going on? Anything they want to inform me of? Anyone? Nope. That means that I'm doing my job great, and I can keep on being hired. This is great. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
8: You
7: come up. I,
4: I do want to say real quick that Jim is one of the best GMs and people on the planet.
0: Yes. I, I've never played in a game with him. So oh, oh been, my. Oh, yo, so you that really part, should. He is a, a very good person. I've never uh, played in a game. He's Darryl, really uh, d- yeah. uh, Daryl here is representing the uh, Role Playing Game League, and I'm going to hand the mic over to him. He's going to talk about his organization.
9: Yes, I'm Daryl Landers, uh, co-owner of the Role-Playing Games League. We are based out of Fallbrook, California. We are actually doing tournaments in the greater LA area. We've also done them in the Ventura area at Camarillo, uh, Xander's Gamehouse, And we're now starting to do them down in the San Diego area. It is a cooperative ranking system where we coalesce the playing party together to actually attack the plot. There is no, comp- no competition actually in it. It actually builds the actual cooperativeness of the actual, the actual game. So we're very excited. We've done several tournaments in L.A. And like I said, we're now headed down to uh, San Diego, and we're just <laughs> knocking this thing out of the park. We were also present at uh, Lost Con 44
1: That's awesome. Yep.
9: Cool. Um, we now have an India Go-Go where we have a T-shirt line. This is one of the, This is the hat, and here's also the T-shirt. Party Whoa. or die. Party or die. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you very Absolutely. much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: That's cool. That sounds Thanks. fucking rad. Yeah.
4: Thanks. Who Who came up with that idea? That's actually my ranking
0: system. I'm yeah? The creator. yeah? Nice. That was, uh, awesome.
4: I don't know if that got onto the actual microphone, but he said that was his ranking yes. idea and his thing.
0: And that's uh, RPG League. That, they do a search on Indiegogo. They can find it by going to RPG League? Yes. Okay.
1: Oh, RPG
0: League, all one word. There you go. All right. Awesome. Now, uh, I've heard there were some games that happened this weekend. Some. A couple. Should we, should we review the games that happened? Anyone have any games on Friday that they would like to talk about? If you either ran a game or played in a game? Two. Start with a two. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Kurt. Kurt's, Kurt's Kurt, so, go ahead, Kurt.
10: So uh, uh, I, I ran uh, Wild Talents. F- first time in a long time I came to a and I didn't run Vampire. Uh, I ran Wild Talents game. Wait, did you run
4: Wild Talents Vampire?
10: No, I did not. No, I did not. I ran a game called Expedition to Terror Planet. And I actually ran this game both at 2 o'clock on Friday and 2 o'clock on Saturday. They were vastly different games. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I came here with character sheets because the character sheets aren't holding me back.
4: Are you sure?
10: (laughs) I came with character sheets, a premise... And winged trousers could fly by the seat of my pants. But, uh, and the players really made both of the games just freaking phenomenal. So because mm-hmm. they really made the games awesome, I'll let any of them who are here talk about them.
2: Well, <laughs> I had a blast on Friday. Um, I got to play the robot who was built for war but ready for love. Uh <laughs> Uh, Go on.
4: <laughs> this is relevant to my interests. <laughs> I would like to subscribe to
2: your newsletter. Uh we yeah, we had a great time. It it turned out, it's, spoilers are okay now, right? Yes. Yeah, fine. yeah. So, we um we, we signed up for this game, I, and I was hoping... I read the description for the game. I was like, please be this, please be this, please be this. And it turns out... So it's this terror planet, and we have to go um, investigate the species that's developed um, you know, the ability to travel to the stars, and we, the galactic society, need to make sure that they're not, uh, they don't represent a threat to the galaxy. And I was like, please be Earth. Please be Earth. And it was. It was great. Uh, and uh, they do represent a threat to the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone else in that game with us here? Uh,
10: yes, but it looks like they don't want to get They up. don't want to no, chit-chat. Yeah, exactly. That's all right.
2: But we do have someone. Well, yeah, there
10: well, was someone here from the Saturday <laughs> game. But let's do that, too. It's the same game, just vastly different.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, let's have them come up right now so they can compare and contrast.
10: Yeah, yeah there you go. So one of the first things that happened that was... Oh, oh, Pretty much the, the last point that was similar between the two is as the ship comes out of hyperspace and they see, oh, it's you know blue marble, okay, now you can turn your, uh, your character sheets over and see that, oh, you're all not humans. Um, I said, okay, well, as you're talking about what you should do, uh, you notice that there's a maybe five-meter craft coming towards you, unpowered, it seems to be red, and there seems to be a pilot who doesn't... He's probably dead because most of the cabin is exposed to space. That's
4: amazing. Oh my gosh, I know what that is.
10: It, yeah, and I was like, well, we avoid it. Yep. Yeah, okay, so the Tesla flies by the front windscreen as and- <laughs> you're <laughs> And that was pretty much the point at which the two games diverged.
1: <laughs>
6: yeah, come on up. So I, I was in the Saturday 2 o'clock showing. Um, this is Murtalk from the forums. Um, I got to play the, what is it, first... Uh, first contact specialist. First contact specialist. Named Steve. Steve. Um, from Alpha Centauri, of course. Steve. A very feminine Steve. Uh, and so we had some problems with... Uh, Figuring out where we were going to go with this is like, uh, do we hide? Do we go approach? Um, We finally decided, hey, you know what? They seem to be somewhat civilized. They have a first contact uh, platform for us to come and visit. In orbit. Yes, in orbit, which is actually the ISS space station. (laughs) Uh, You know, cultural differences aside, um, we... I, I mean, we took a little bit of time just trying to figure out where we were going to go with this. But um, I had a blast. Um, I'm trying to remember. The gentleman who was playing the robot was coming up with great liners. And I can't remember anything off the top of my head at the moment. Usually his, his most frequent comment was,
10: Murphy has a bad feeling about this. <laughs>
6: And that usually yeah, was very true. Um, I think we got nuked by Kim Jong Un. No, no, he missed. Oh, the, the no, ISS
10: the... was destroyed, but you—he
2: missed you. Yes. Uh, wow. I escaped. Hit the ISS. Yes.
10: <laughs> Holy
1: balls! Yeah.
2: I would not have seen that coming. <laughs> uh, yeah.
6: Uh, we almost didn't either. So. <laughs> And um, let's see, what else was there? So, so you you made first contact
10: basically with the ISS. Jason, where did you guys make first contact?
2: Just outside Palmdale.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's amazing. <Yeah. laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we found Jeff? Uh, no, Steve. Oh, Steve. Yeah, yeah. we found, we found Steve, a human named Steve. Yeah. camping by himself. And that seemed like a good place to start. With a robot and three aliens to come in and say hi. Did you you probe him? Tell me you probed him. 100% correct, sir. I love you so much.
6: Our biologist also decided to, uh, hey, uh, uh, can we have permission to do some uh, non-invasive scanning?
4: Define (laughs) non-invasive. Well, the probe
6: is only this big. (laughs) For all of those who are w- listening on the podcast, I'm long. holding my fingers about a foot apart. Yep. <laughs>
2: oh my god. Approximately <laughs> a 12 inch intrusion. It
6: doesn't go all the way in, but still. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we ended our session with getting an apology from King Kim Jong Un. What? You got a what? <laughs> for what? Our attempt. Well, we uh, landed in France. <laughs> to uh, meet with the president of France. Yes. And um, in the pro- process of getting uh, approached by all the ambassadors and representatives and making the... Um, demanding an apology from the, the North Koreans for their attempt at, at nuking us, um, I, I was amused and uh, I, I thought it went well. <laughs> so
10: you... Your your first contact with le- a government leader was Emmanuel Macron. Uh, Jason, who was your first world leader that you met with? Steve. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> who recommended that you that?
2: Who ran the who who ran the world? Uh, well, he indicated that the pentaverate of the uh, lizard folk. Uh, uh, organizations were were organizing things in that that would be the Queen, the Pope, uh, the President of the United States, um, the, went C- yeah, cur- the, the Queen, the Pope, the Gettys, the Rothschilds, oh, and the, Colonel the Sanders. Sanders yes. Yeah, and before he went I, up. Yeah.
4: Well, uh, you
6: got to have the uh, military involved.
4: Oh man, I have stories about crazy people like conspiracy theories in the middle
10: of the desert, but mm. I'm going to leave that for another time. Yeah, we, we got to dive deep
2: with that. That was a lot of fun.
10: But when you actually did meet a governmental leader, who was the first one that you actually met with?
2: Uh, I believe we had a very cordial uh, a meeting with uh, Donald J. Trump. Right,
10: Yeah. at, at Mar-a-Lago, I think on the 7th fairway.
2: Uh, I believe that's correct. We <laughs> landed our spaceship there. and
4: Tell me somebody had a golf skill.
5: Uh, no.
6: I think someone has driving. Bravo, bravo,
4: sir. Okay, were I running that game, I would allow that.
10: (laughs) I would have too. (laughs) I was running that game. I totally would have allowed that.
6: (laughs) Anyways, uh, I had a great time. A fantastic group of people who were playing and a fantastic uh, GM, so thank you very much. Yeah. Excellent, thank you. And
10: oh, yeah, one of the other players is asking, "What did you do with Trump?"
2: Well, we had a very cordial interview with him on our spaceship alone, uh, and we installed some uh, behavioral modification uh, uh, hardware to uh, be able to m- modify his future decisions
10: or <laughs> remote control, basically. Yeah.
2: Uh, so. There's an app in- for that. <laughs> there is
10: now Entirely due to the players I had I can unequivocally say this is, the, this is the best time I've had running a game at any con Entirely due to the players but It was, it was the un- most unmitigated success Absolutely And, and the, the players are entirely the reason for it So thank you very much
2: Excellent. I know my my group absolutely had a blast. It is the best time I've ever had abducting a U.S. president. And uh, <laughs> that was an extremely fun time.
0: Excellent. Any more Friday night games anyone wants to talk about?
10: There's a Friday afternoon game also.
5: I'm super excited to hear about this one.
10: Introduce yourself.
11: Hello, hello. Uh, this is Tomes. Um, thank you.
5: Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. Just one second before you talk about your game that I mm-hmm. think is going to be awesome. Super props to Tomes for taking the ball of games on demand and running with it. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it's just You're an making awesome me program blush. and it's been super fun. And I actually didn't use it this time, but I did. It was super comforting to know it was there. I
10: got
2: two of my players for the, this afternoon's game from Games on Demand.
11: <laughs> Ooh, I'll talk a little bit about
2: that in a minute. G- Games on Demand isn't the hero we deserve, but it's the hero we need. <laughs>
11: uh, I played in a... This, okay, this is the first time in four years I played in a 2 o'clock game. I didn't run a 2 o'clock game. I usually like to start with it. But uh, uh, Chris, Chris Gray, he was running Bedlam Hall by David Zay. that game. <laughs> Uh, you know, we show up, there's a table, and you know, you see a bowler hat, there's a chauffeur's hat. I mean, it was like a David Kaze game, right? Um, and of course, I sat in front of the, the spot with the, uh, the maid apron. Um, so I got to wear that for the next four hours. That alone was worth the price of admission. Um, <laughs> But uh, Bedlam Hall, I'd heard a little bit about kind of what it was, but it was fabulous. And I didn't think that anyone could run a game like Dave Kazay. You know, like, I mean, that man is full of energy and characterizations. Manic, yes, that's a good word. Um, And uh, Chris ran with it. Like, he did a beautiful job. We had a drunk butler. We had, oh, any of the characters, the PCs who didn't show up, the characterizations for them were great. So whoever didn't show up, Sorry, but thanks for not showing up.
2: <laughs> the uh, technical term for that is a drunkler. A drunkler. Thank you. Um,
11: but, yeah, we had a blast. Uh, there was a little bit of cannibalism, but... Um, uh, um, I, believe,
4: I believe the term is long pork.
11: Long pork. Sorry. Uh, and, again, that's because the, the cook didn't show up. So, you know, uh, yeah, anyways, Wait, a blast. So how
4: did you cook the long pig without... Uh,
11: we had the, uh, the chauffeur had a blowtorch. Um, that, That's a
4: fantastic chauffeur.
11: Yeah. Oh, oh, the chauffeur was amazing. But, yeah, all the players in that game were a blast. So uh, great game. Uh, and then what was it, 8 o'clock? Oh, 8 o'clock, I did 10 Candles. I had a great time running it, but I'll leave that to somebody else to talk about. Um, but, again, beautiful game. If you haven't seen 10 Candles, I highly recommend you pick that up. It kind of runs itself. It is gorgeous. It, uh, is that
4: anything like 16 Candles?
5: That's ex- damn, get
11: out of my mind! <laughs> very similar in that it
4: is nothing
11: like it. <laughs> yes. So,
4: so you're saying it's the same, but different.
11: It's not the same, no.
0: <laughs> Alright, uh, I'll hand it off. Thank you very much. <laughs> Any more games we're missing on Friday we need to talk about? There's uh, another... Oh yeah, come on up. Yeah, let's. It is X minus Segway. six scandals. One at a time. Fr- well actually I'll here, I'll just get out
8: of the camera. way. You wanna be off camera? Yeah, I'll just okay, right. okay, right. Come here. You gotta get close. Gotta get close, baby. Ahead. There you go. She's in the wing. Tell, tell us who
0: are and what it is that makes famous.
8: Uh, Christopher Gray. I make a really, really mean Actually I can't make anything. <laughs> Scratch that. I'm a terrible cook. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I was thinking about saying something. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's legal here now. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. It's you're cool. Right, you're right. Yeah. I, 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 I'm the one that ran the cannibal game. So anyway. Right. No, ten candles. we okay. already
4: gone off the rails, guys. You realize this.
8: Were, we're just getting candles? started. <laughs> we rails? Oh, yeah, I'm Chris Gray. Right. I'm Mystic Fedora on the forums, although I, I need to be more active there. Kurt was in the game with us. Ten candles. Okay, this is a game I played twice. I ran it once and, and played under under Tomer. Uh, it it is. I don't know how to begin with this game. It's in, It's insane. It's intense. It's intense. This is relevant we were to my done, interest. We we had been through trauma together. We're we're blood brothers now, so, right?
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're we're, so we're never like going to forget like this experience. Yeah, about camping.
8: It, n- no.
5: It's intense.
4: Oh. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. It's like an orgy in the circus. There we go. It's fucking intense. Oh, it's fucking
2: intense. <laughs> he just one you game. all day, man. For the record, I've taken the, the mic away, away from Kadaev. <laughs> I'll still talk.
8: <laughs> <laughs> so the way ten candles works, without going too much into the minutiae, you have ten candles, and whenever you fail, a candle goes out. Until you 're dead, not if you 're dead, the whole scenario is you 're going to die. how does this play out and w- when you when you 're in there in the dark room, thank you, Jim by the way, oh, you're thank you. yeah, we had a room to ourselves. it was it was <laughs> and and it, you you uh you you go through this scenario in our case, we were on a moon base mm-hmm. um I'm not looking at no one. I'm looking at <laughs> like, like
12: it's right there <laughs> it's right over there. Yeah.
4: Ooh I mean I could have up over stew, and then you can look
12: that way. Look I have a writer.
4: question. Ooh ooh I have a question. Yes. You're Are you telling back? me there's literally a dark room and you literally have yes. ten lit candles no. and one by one they're sniffing out. They're figuratively lit. They're LED candles. Can you can you literally light them? No. Well, tell me you did. Hotel. No 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 tell me you did. Lie to but him he did. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's amazing. Please
12: up here. <clears throat> uh I I don't even know how to describe this game without ruining the scenario, but it, it was it was the most intense RPG session I've ever been in. I was I mean, I had a little to drink, but I think <laughs> I, I honestly think that this was the the best RPG experience that I have ever had. Um, Right,
8: and and it's because of of Tomer, his new name, (laughs) and and also the system. But, okay, the scenario was this, and I'll try to make this quick, but uh, 10 days ago, the world went dark. No sun, no stars, nothing. Five days ago, they came. Now, you're on your own. What do you do? We're on a moon base. That means the Earth isn't there. There's no stars in the sky. We don't have anything but life support that's sort of falling down. So now, what happens next? That's the story, from candle to candle to candle, until it's all snuffed out. It's an upper. (laughs) Holy fuck, that sounds awesome. Yeah, right. It's great. It's great. And, and the other time I played, it was with my wife and my son. They don't really play games much like I do. It, right up there. So I think there's something to do with this system. You've got to try it, and you do it raw at least once.
4: How, how do I get the system? Where is it sold? Ten I'm candles. A, I'm buying it tomorrow. Ten candles. Just Google. It. It's out there. It's I'm a... buying it whenever the fuck we stop. Yeah.
12: That sounds awesome. And, Can I sing the praises of Tomes for just one second? Because (laughs) I I honestly think that there's no way I could have run this game the way he ran it. He spent about 40 minutes of our playtime putting us at ease. Just slowly adjusting, letting us chat with each other, facilitating a conversation so we became comfortable. Slowly dimmed the lights didn't just go full dark didn't never there was never a point where it was like all right guys settle down let's get to work he just whenever you're ready we're going to we're going to whatever you want you, you guys ready we'll talk about it and he would slowly very calmly as if he was talking to an autistic child yes it was so beautiful like i felt so i felt so taken care of i felt yeah, so comforted possible, you know, because we're gonna die. there was i, I, I was <laughs> Yes, I need,
4: I need. to repeat Tomes that. Tomes has the best bedside manner. Can I? Can I repeat that real I, I, quick? I, I, Jim's, a microphone.
12: Jim Sandoval said he's like a talented midwife. He's he, he's the only one I would have wanted to carry me through this experience. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> what's. The, <laughs> I,
4: just breathe. Just breathe. I
5: kind of consider Tomes to be the dude that is like the British explorer of RPG experiences. Like, the rest of us, we kind of sit at home and we drink our tea and we play our games that we know. And then he is just off in the wild. Mr.
10: Livingston, I presume. Finding
5: shit and coming home. And then he shows it to the rest of us and we're like, what? Where did you find it? And he tells you a story like, I. it was beneath a bush at the top of Kilimanjaro. (laughs) And you're like, how did you find this game? And what the hell, man? Like, it's just, it's, yeah. Like, there's an explorer society and there's a big portrait of him on the wall there. (laughs) And everybody else sits around and smokes cigars and drinks scotch and talks about the good old days. Tomes, this this Tomes,
2: game belongs in a museum. <laughs> Tomes, please, next
10: con when you run a game, I don't care what game it is, wear a pith helmet, <laughs> and also invite me. All right, all right, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. So I know we have, I know we have at least one more Friday game because it was in the same room I was running a game. God, oh, the huge God damn it, Kurt. Kurt. Not me. It's Kurt. Aligned. Different Kurt. Uh, it's fine. So there was another game that was run on Friday, and I know because it was in the same room I was running in on Friday, and, and the GM's sitting right there, and I think well, I think it might I'll have been. i her- talk
5: about it. It, it. Yeah, yeah, I'll handle it for you. Handle I think
10: it. it might have been her first time running a game at a con. It oh, was, really?
5: Um, it was the first game of someone who shall remain nameless, but some. Well, I was trying to preserve anonymity.
0: He doesn't remember your name. She doesn't work for the CIA. All Who right? are you people? No, I, I can read it. What
5: there's, am I doing here? There's at least
4: three of that one badge. <laughs> but if I close one eye and squint real hard, I can see the name Katie.
5: So Katie, Kurt's wife, and has been attending cons here for years now, um, Decided that this was the time she was ready to run her first game at the con. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask. Let me ask a question. Have you GM'd before, like outside of cons? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. She she uh, so you could hear. Um, she does GM outside of the con regularly, um, but the game she decided to run for the con here that I got to play in was Who Framed Jessica Rabbit, and it what? was a sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And we were all players that had gotten jobs with the Valiant and Valiant detective agency. (laughs) And (laughs) the the completely unexpected thing, she had made several cartoon characters and several live human characters. And Kurt and I both played humans, and there were two cartoons in the game. And one of the cartoons was Timothy the Mouse from Dumbo. (laughs) Right? Right? super pleasant little mouse played by a guy that took him down a path of being a psychopath. (laughs) And it was the best. Like, I multiple times had to stop and breathe just to remain conscious because I was laughing so hard. Because literally this mouse is just roughing people up for no reason. Like, just... (laughs) Oh, <laughs> yeah. bites your corneas? Yeah. Was, <laughs> wait, of, wait, wait, wait. his first threats was, hey, like, we trying to get into the famous ink and paint club, and the giant gorilla bouncer opens the slider and asks for the password. None of us know it. The first time we try from the movie Swordfish, didn't work. Second time we knock, he opens it, asks for the password, and he this mouse guy tells me, throw me in there, throw me in there. <laughs> so I... Th- propel him through the tiny slot where he proceeds to try and chew off the corneas of the gorilla. And the gorilla is just freaking out like, oh, why? Why are you doing this? And it got worse from there.
4: (laughs) So, to be fair, to be fair, that's legit.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Well, the 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 best part for me is as soon as I get home from the con, I'm going to watch Dumbo again and imagine... that mouse has a fucking psycho yeah. right well, yeah. and then yeah. my yeah, then at one point he goes to interview because none of us none of the rest of us spoke cartoon penguin and they were the orchestra um he goes to interview the penguins and he's talking to them and i don't remember how it came up but the only thing that came into my mind was he was threatening the penguins to tell him the truth and i said he ain't never seen a penguin fly either. And I, like, he lost it. We all lost. It was it was so good. And I was shocked at the, the way this guy just picked a direction and went for it. It was awesome. And the game was super fun. And it's super hard to do an investigation game at a convention. Because if you don't have a game planned out with combats and people doing stuff getting people to look for clues is the hardest thing in the universe. And I had a great time, and I was super impressed with the whole thing. Uh, so
12: so I just wanted to say um, I, I was really impressed with Katie. I, I did not play in the playtest, so I could play here uh, because I, I wanted to experience it at the con with everybody else here. Uh, and I was also just flabbergasted by Mr. Mouse, um, he, his, the, the thing that got me was his ramp-up time was zero to a million because he would walk up to a homeless, or like a hobo, and say, look, we know you saw something. I'm going to give you some money if you tell us. And by the time he had decided whether or not to tell us, I'm going to murder you if you don't tell it. Like He was just zero to a hundred. It was so fast. And and he was like graphic like he was really it was it was he like he at one point he had a piano wire and he was like pulling he was like he had his feet in the back of a guy's neck pulling the piano wire but he's a mouse so he doesn't do any damage so he's just like fuck choke choke like and it, I'm like you're you're a mouse And and I'm the guy, I'm the character who is like, got a problem with tunes, like a tune dropped a piano on my leg and I'm limping around the whole time. And so every time I'm like, these tunes are going to kill me. Get me out of here. It was, it was fun. It was, it was a really good time. And like big props to Katie for, for taking the the risk to run in front of everybody.
10: So Um, if if, I, if real quickly, I, I can commend you. Uh, if you're going to run a, an investigative game on Friday when people are usually burnt out f- to hell from uh, th- working all week, 2 o'clock on Friday is much smarter than 8 o'clock on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good choice there. <laughs>
4: so I, I just
1: want to say something real quick about
4: uh, when you are dealing with weirdo players. <laughs> weirdo players are amazing. <laughs> I love them. But as a GM, you have to be able to roll with them, and especially at a con where people don't have anything invested, right? So you can give somebody a mouse, and they're like, I'm the craziest goddamn mouse you've ever fucking seen, and then be able to turn that into your game is really impressive, and so being a GM and having a stranger decide to, like, fuck with everything ever and turn that into a fun experience for everybody else, tons of props for that. Well done. And, and anybody who decides to run a game at a con, be prepared for that. <laughs> and if somebody fucks with
12: your shit, fuck with their shit right back. <laughs> Um, So I I wanted to actually do a callback to the last time I was here at the con in September. Um, Dave Kazay laid down a challenge for everybody to write something and bring it next time. Uh, And so I took that shit to heart and started writing a little dice game uh, that I got to facilitate for several of the people on the cast here. Uh, and then I finished that and accidentally started writing a setting, and that's what I ran Saturday, so I'll talk about it later. But I'd love to hear what you guys thought of House Rule, a Game of Throne acquisition.
10: Yeah, so uh, I, that was before the 2 o'clock game on Friday, and uh, it was essentially uh, – yeah, it was a dice game that you start – it's all D6s, and you have mechanics where you can lend dice to other people. You can uh, steal dice from other people. Uh, and everybody 's essentially trying to become the ruler of the kingdom for at least a night uh a season really but um uh and it's there 's definitely a a a certain george r r martin feel to the game um
2: with, but a, uh a thematically similar yet legally distinct uh, theme <laughs> thank you exac- thank you yes exactly that um but
10: uh no it, it it was it was a, a hell of a lot of fun you know it's like oh i'm going to back this guy because i don't think he can win but if he does then i get a point he'll get 3 points but i'll get a point anyway because i'm backing him and then oh, the next time oh no no i'm going to back this guy instead well this then, then this time i'm going to go for it and get all of you guys to back me and at the end um, I was backing everybody. I was getting like one point each time, one point each time, and then the last last time is like, okay, this is the end of the, the end of things. It's all of you against the White Walkers, um, and Walkers. Uh, well, no, Wa- I'm sorry, the Walkers, 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 walkers right, of exactly. white. Walkers well, they were in white. the snow, yeah. so they were you know covered in white. Yeah. The, the, wait,
4: are you saying the John Walkers? Yes, the Johnny yes. Walkers. Exactly, the John, right. the Johnny Walkers.
5: <laughs> the, the Texas Rangers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
10: Right, exactly. We were, we were to do battle with the Texas Rangers. Yeah, exactly. Right, and and Wait, uh, we, hold on, you we, totally mix your metaphors here. I have no idea what's going on. It's baseball. Shut up. <laughs> so, <What? laughs> so uh, we we get to the end of it, and we fortunately had managed to uh, uh, devote enough uh, defenses to the king, to the kingdom as a whole to defeat the the undead enemy, and uh, so then it's oh, whoever managed to. Uh, uh support the the kingdom defenses the most gets the the grand prize amount of of points at the end and so i was like I was sitting on like four points and other people had
2: five six points, and holy shit, I got six points at the end i have t- holy shit i won <laughs> well a point of order if I understood the game correctly, my scoring up precisely one point uh secured the win it 's uh, like golf for me it's, it's, it's like like yeah, yeah golf scoring. is. Right. Yes. Of we, course. We, we want to, l- or like how I bowl. Yeah, we want to let Kurt believe that he won, but in fact, my single point was the uh, pinnacle. Okay. Sure. Absolutely.
12: <laughs> yeah. Um, so to say, I, I really want to say thank you to Dave for the challenge because uh, it gave me the impetus to get up and fucking write something.
10: <clears throat> and look for it in better game shops soon. I assume. A-
12: uh, I maybe, and and I, I, I want to issue so. a similar challenge to anyone listening or here. Fucking write something and bring it. It doesn't matter if it's a playtest. It doesn't matter if it's completely done. Get it in front of people and learn from your mistakes. This was
10: absolutely like a one-hour beer make and this pretzels a thing. kind of thing.
7: I will put up a challenge. I will have anybody who brings an original game to Con next Con in May, and runs it here, we will ha- I will have a vote between all the players that play those games, and I will give them $50 in dealer dollars uh, for the winner. So, a legitimate challenge, fifty bucks up. So, anybody that brings an original game, come over. Uh, will please email me, sign it up on in the system, and I will put you in the
2: running. Awesome. Excellent. Way
10: to go, Jim, for putting his money where other people's mouth is.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. <clears throat>
0: or is it putting other people's mouths where? Oh,
4: never mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on.
11: That's what I do. I'm liking, I'm liking, I'm liking where this is going. That's my gig. <laughs> uh, first of all, yes, that game was so good. That was just a play test on noon at Friday. We just played with it. And, uh, I mean, it was just fabulous as a standalone board game. You could role play the shit out of it. With no I think board. it was just one of those great things where you could get a wide variety of people and play the game. I mean, I, I was super impressed with that game. So, um props, but uh, to that point, tomorrow, so I'll talk really quick about Games on Demand, if that's cool. Um, okay, so Saturday, started that, that, that shindig, I'll, I'll kind of like loop it around here, so this morning we had Games on Demand, a couple of folks, uh, god, what ran, remind me if I forget something, but we did Autumn of the Ancients, that's like a fall of magic hack where you're playing in space, um, what else was running, throw it out if you remember, I can't, yeah, <laughs> What was that? Oh, Golden Sky Stories was there. Um, But this is another thing. uh, And for the GMs up there who've got uh, scheduled games, if you're ever short on players, remember about 10 minutes after the hour, after the start time of that schedule, we we uh, will start pitching games. So if you're short on players, and this has happened three times this, this con, we were able to source a couple of people from Games on Demand to go up into scheduled games that didn't have enough players. So,
10: Saved my
2: bacon. Yeah, that was my game this afternoon. Was I'm, I'm all for people poaching
11: players at Games on Demand. So you just come down, you pitch it. If you get people, you get people. Awesome. Um, it's a game on demand. <laughs> uh, afternoon. Hence the name. Uh, Monster of the Week, uh, Bob Quintero ran that, uh, that I played in. That was the first time playing Monster of the Week. It was brilliant. Uh, and we had a couple of other games going on. Uh, what's this? I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to go rambling about this stuff. But I will say that tomorrow, oh, we have a late night session, 10 o'clock tonight, where, you know, so we do a late night Saturday after the podcast. Where, you know, we'll, you. we'll do the horror games and that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, this is my favorite part of Games on Demand is I get to schedule it. And so I get to see the podcast ah! and still play my <laughs> Saturday night game. So uh, that's one thing. But to, uh, to uh, Jim's point about uh, bringing your own games. So Sunday morning, we're starting half-baked breakfast. And that is Games on Demand at kind of like 9 o'clock. Game designers bringing their own games that they want to play test. And so we have people like Stephanie Bryant is out from Vegas. She's the one who did Threadbear and a couple of other folks, Chris Gray and some others, bringing their own games and pitching that and just having, like, designer, you know, game designer kind of, like, chats and then pitching is, and playing play tests.
2: Is that a walk-up thing? That That's a walk-up I thing. Could,
11: it's Games on Demand.
4: Just are you literally serving anything for breakfast?
7: No. no. You should just at least get some waffles. Everybody, will, the more people show up, you have punch and pie. But uh, punch and pie. <laughs> the thing about it is, one of the great things about this convention is we have so many, uh, so many game designers and people involved in the industry that are here to get feedback from this community. So it's 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 really yet another great draw. Uh, and another great opportunity for not only us as convention goers, but as convention uh, uh, organizers to have these people uh, uh, come over here and uh, show off their new stuff, play test it. Not only that, but have a very knowledgeable group of players that mm-hmm. can give very good feedback. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, you know, this place is actually valuable on both ends to the designer and to the right. player.
11: And it sounds like Jim is volunteering to bring waffles next time. That's yeah. what I heard. I didn't hear the rest of it, but that's,
7: bravo, that's what I heard. Bravo, Jim.
11: Bravo. And um, also, one last thing. Sorry, one last thing is at 2 o'clock on Sunday, we do the Games on Demand Kids Edition, and that's where, you know, little kids, teenagers, whatever, show up. Last time, we had about a dozen uh, show up on Sunday. We had three tables of 8- to 10-year-olds playing RPGs, um, and we had a table of teenagers running their own game. Oh, so they were running, like, the quiet year on their own. It was amazing. So uh, we've got that going on again on Sunday. So just FYI.
5: Nice. Super important to encourage the next generation of gamers so that I'm when straight. we are all old and tired, there's somebody to run games for us.
10: <laughs> that sounds... It helps in mental acuity. It really does. Oh, yeah. That sounds amazing.
0: All right. I have something to say about that. Because I ran a game this morning at 9
5: a.m.
4: Oh, yeah. oh wait. Okay, so how many teenagers wait, 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 wait. did you have? Because those are the only no, no. people who are up at 9 there, a.m. There's... Except for you.
5: There, one more Friday game. Okay, go ahead. Some of you out there in video land may have noticed that I'm wearing a strange hat. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, there was, there was another Friday game. You're right. There's two Friday games to talk about, but there I'm went my talk- segue. <laughs> go ahead, no, go ahead. You have a yeah. segue. <laughs> <laughs> I do now. Those are very dangerous. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> so uh, Dave Kazay, who many of you know, has run games on our stream and been on the podcast. Uh, he. Had a special new to everybody game that we played on Friday night. can I talk about it okay now, yeah we don't I don't even know what this game is, so neither if, do I. I just wanted to double check. he's in the audience. I wanted to double check. It was cool to release some details because i didn't want to be that guy um, but the game was called space nineteen eighty nine oh. and Many of us arrived to this game, and we were given our character sheets, and they came on VHS covers. Um, And many of us were also sort of cast into roles for this game, which allowed some of us to come up with costuming and ideas for the characters before we even arrived. Um, So I was given the commandment that... It started with, I was sent a picture of Sam Rockwell in the Hitchhiker's Guide movie as Zaphod Beeblebrox. And he told me, this is the guy you have to play in my test game. And I said, okay. And then he said, but you need to be more desperate and more pathetic. And I went, that's my life. I'm ready. (laughs) Um, So then he said, you have sold all of your possessions to purchase one tiny piece of the visible light spectrum so that you could become the king of everything yellow. (laughs) And so I went to my trusty costumer, Amazon, and I ordered up an outfit for myself that consisted of everything yellow. A bright yellow polo shirt, a pair of bright yellow pants that are halfway between cargo pants and halfway between... Capris. They were, were cargo capris, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like a cargo capri pant. You're right, you're right. Well, I can't argue, but they worked. Uh, I had a pair of giant long yellow socks and a pair of shoes in bright yellow that were made out of vinyl, which seems funny. And the hat. Well, yeah, Did you I ha- mentioned the hat. Did you have a yellow jockstrap? The world may never know. <laughs> However, that's a yes. Our game started. I was playing the King of Everything Yellow. We had other players there. Did you want to talk about anything? okay i have to I have to say,
10: congratulations for finding so many items in almost exactly the same shade and hue of canary yellow. Like they all matched. You got your yellows to match. That
5: was impressive, yeah, sir. I did again. Thank you, Amazon, for providing a, I'm shopping for things of click this color. <laughs> and they all arrived, and I took them out of the box, and I went, holy shit. It was a
10: golden rod. This, and, and
5: <laughs> this is all together. Like, like, I had a plan or something. But we sat down to play the game, and we had a mechanic where we got to equip our ship with various facilities and technology that would help us in a space adventure. What was the name of your ship? Our ship was the Heart of Glass. Because, yeah.
8: yeah you can all imagine. That's a Blondie reference, by the yes. way, for those of you who are not born Which in
5: 1960. Which, she obviously is paying me royalties because blonde is definitely a yellow shade. <laughs> I have to pay you royalties now? That's right. Uh-oh. I own it. I have a deed of sale from Orgo the Terrible, president of the Color Spectrum Consortium. <laughs> <laughs> but... Chris, I, absolutely you and I are going absolutely do. Broke. It is in my room upstairs. <laughs> I will post a picture of it on the internet later. Um, but uh, our ship, when we were allowed to choose from a giant list of options... We could choose things like phasers, tractor beams, photon torpedoes, booster rockets, long-range warp drives. Things that are useful (laughs) for space travel and combat. However, we decided that we would equip our ship with a galley. That's important. That's important. Absolutely. A bar. (laughs) Also important. Because it's us, let's face it. (laughs) And a chapel. No, no, I'm getting there. And then the last thing that we added to the ship was pictures of, this is a direct quote, bitchin' laser unicorns. Oh my god, laser unicorns is one of the best goddamn games ever. And... We then proceeded to not really use our ship for anything other than a place to stand around a while, <laughs> but we had...
7: Not actually I, true. We used the crap out of that galley.
5: You're right. You're right. The galley provided us with coffee that really was the, uh, the motivating plot of the game, <laughs> The...
2: I found the chapel quite useful.
5: Yes. yes. So, <clears throat> in So pilfering don't of robot you. eyes, yes. Oh, let, me, let me take a second to go through our characters that were in the game. I was playing the king of everything yellow. Chris was playing... She arrived to the game dressed in a full nun's habit with a pack of smokes. Like you do. And exactly. she was playing Sister Christian. <laughs> Jim, to my right, was playing Skyboy Joe. Skyboy Joe, yeah. The pilot of our ship, whose accent was so infectious that I couldn't stop myself from using it. Well, the picture
7: was an Asian cowboy.
5: Yes. <laughs> so,
7: you know, I, I went with a draw.
5: Uh, Davey joined us as... uh Gent. yeah. Gent, yeah. Buddy. Sorry. Buddy. Dent Dent. The, Dressed in a, in a bathrobe. The kidnappy <laughs> from Earth... That uh, was in a bathrobe and slippers and had a cup for coffee. And
7: all he wanted to do is go back to Temecula. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Toluca Lake. It was, it was in fact, uh-oh, to, uh-oh, yes. Uh-oh, oh, oh oh here it comes, here it oh, comes. Oh, now it's a war.
13: Toluca Lake.
5: That's right. Toluca I stand corrected. The spirit of Bob Hope is Wait. rolling in his grave. But <laughs> hold on, hold
4: on. Marcellus Wallace got no friendly places in Toluca Lake. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Uh, and the the last player in our so, game. So that was the ca- the, the picture well, on my
13: character sheet was uh, um, Quentin Tarantino with his coffee cup and his
7: bathrobe. <laughs> right in Lake. That yeah. makes oh, yeah. and sense. And Dave did email us pictures of our characters before, before we actually went in. And oh. he and I everybody was in costume except for me. And he went and actually bought me a cowboy <laughs> right hat, which yeah. I wore the entire game. So no, 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 the entire
5: game.
7: then. Yeah, I wore it the whole day, yeah.
5: <laughs> so then uh, the last player at the table uh, was Manly. a guy that ended up playing Bear the Gunhand who I felt a little bit bad for because he just signed up for the game. And I feel like I, like I feel like <laughs> he was the guy that was waiting in line for Peter Pan's ride at Disneyland and then discovered that it was actually the Matterhorn after he got on. <laughs> Like, he got to the game, and he's like, okay, cool, we're going to have an RPG. And then it, the bar came down across his lap, and he just screamed. <laughs> <laughs>
7: no, the, the solid of expression of, what the fuck are we doing, was on his face pretty much the entire duration
5: yep. as
6: yep.
7: everything unfolded
14: to his surprise. the fuck are
5: you, people? <laughs> I, I and then, because Dave is a guy that will never leave people out, we All had... Alone. We had Murtaugh from the forums who w- sat in to watch the game, and Dave decided that he was going to play our AI bartender, who then he decided would be Marvin the Paranoid Android. That's amazing. Who he
7: perfectly because, yeah. you know, I have oh, man. a brain the size of Manhattan, and you're asking me to make you a
1: Manhattan. <laughs> 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 oh, my God.
13: I, I, I really was impressed with every time we asked him anything,
7: he would go. <sighs> yes, <laughs> without fail, every single time. Whatever he said to him, <sighs>
5: <sighs> he doesn't have lungs. Why does he sigh? But actually,
7: the the topper of all the outfits, except for maybe the habit, was Kadev with that hat. An entire yellow outfit down to yellow sunglasses and yellow shoes completely done up in yellow. Because and he, and he, dyed his, he dyed his beard yellow. He dyed his beard yellow because the whole thing, other thing is that he actually legitimately purchased rights to the color yellow and legitimately owned them. So a lot of our strategies in the game were to make something yellow so Dave could tell them to stop. <laughs> <laughs> The Bogons couldn't
5: get anywhere because their chips were yellow. That was 100% my player strategy was... How, how many times did you have the quick piss on him? If, well,
1: I... Oh my gosh, did you not
5: think of that? I paid Skyboy Joe to graffiti yellow penises over the space station.
7: With with little fuzzy crowns on the head. So that... I just walked around with a stencil and a cigarette going, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dollars a dollar, right? And, <laughs> A dollar then, is a dollar. And, <laughs> and I didn't pee on anybody because the current environment does not allow you to whip your dick out anymore, which is just plain <laughs> yeah. sad.
5: More's the pity. But, but the part that really struck me as brilliant was Dave's choice in the story of having a Martian warship arrive. And the Martians arrived and were militant and well-armed, and we were just a bunch of weird slackers on a spaceship with nothing. Um but you just described <laughs> my life. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I took an immediate dislike because they're from the Red Planet. <laughs> but, but he had already planned for this, and then he decided that they were all Communists because they're from the red planet, and it's the 80s, right? What 1989, right? And it's 1989. Oh, yes, it was a fabulous time. I had a wonderful time, and yeah, I got nothing other than as a complete playtest game, you can't ask for more than that.
0: Are we done, are, are, we done are we done with Friday games? we
2: done with Friday games?
10: Oh no, go 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 go. Oh
2: my god. we're to not follow, done follow that goddamn. No, we're sorry. not even done with Friday. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, we we uh we got to do a demo of my game Demigods. Uh right? You demo Demigods? Which <laughs> No, no, it's, no, it's Demi yeah. Demogods. Yeah. Which Which in no way can can stand up next to the story <laughs> of <laughs> The king of all things yellow. <laughs> uh, but uh, I I had a great time running this game. Uh, I don't know if any of the people from Friday night are here, uh, but uh, we... I, yeah, well, all right.
4: Keep it to yourself. Make it happen, motherfucker.
10: Fine. <laughs>
2: Keep talking, Jason. Well, no, that's, that's all right. We'll just move on to Saturday because I played on, ran the game on Saturday as well, and there are a few people here. Um, suffice to say that the demigods discovered, well, at least in two of the sessions, the demigods discovered that uh, Paul Rudd has, in fact, been up to shenanigans to stay looking so young. Oh, yes. And, yes, um, he has. And they uh, dealt with him. Oh, yes, we did.
0: <laughs> now, d- let me ask you, how many people end up picking the gods of technology? Because I think that is one of the funniest concepts. Oh, those are the
4: best concepts about that entire thing as a fucking gods of technology.
2: You want to explain that briefly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please do. Uh, Sure. Okay. So the spiel goes that... um, So all all of the gods in Demigods are uh, spawned from the power of human imagination. And there's a whole new pantheon of gods that have spawned up recently that are... Generated because of the number of people in the world who believe in the tenets of science. They believe the things that scientists espouse, such as things like global warming and the earth is round and things like that. But uh, people who could not actually personally explain why those things are true. uh, So they have invested their faith into these ideas. And they have thereby spawned an entire pantheon of gods who resent their own existence Um, believe they shouldn't exist but cannot deny the evidence of their senses. Um, That's my favorite part. (laughs) uh, So, in, in demigods, gods exist because they're not known, they're believed in, and so... Science of Pantheon would like everyone to know and understand science, but if they do that, they will cease to exist. But and that's if, what they want. And if they cease to exist, they can't make sure people know and understand science. <laughs> and, and they will be spawned into existence again. So They have a paradoxical oh, it's beautiful. So, so they, they may phase in and out of existence
0: even. They be like, I'm, I'm here for a while and they disappear and they come back and Oh God damn it! Yeah,
10: yeah and, and, <laughs> I, I love the I love the idea that you know you have you have a god of chemistry, a god of astronomy, a god of physics, a god of mathematics, whatever. But but you, those are, are abstract concepts. But then they have prophets like Neil deGrasse Tyson and Stephen Hawking and <laughs> Carl Sagan and
4: <laughs> just, well, just just think of this too: of a god of science saying, "Oh no, not again." <coughs>
1: Now we
10: are, now we understand the Petunias. Right, Kurt. <laughs> All right.
5: good. So the, the Friday night version of this game yeah. spawned an event for me that sums up the best reason why you should come to conventions like this wherever you live. Come here if you can because we have a great time. But anywhere you are, go to a convention. Have a good time. Play some games you've never tried before because that's the point. Um, but... I finished up this space madness at 8 o'clock.
1: And I'm wearing
5: this full yellow outfit, and I decided, you know what? I'm just going to take a walk and see what other games are still going on. And I walk around, and I poke my head into this room, and the people all around this table look over and go, Hey, Dave, how's it going? Do you want to come in here and be a 16-year-old girl for a while? And, and your answer
4: is, fuck yeah, I do. Exactly pretty much yeah there is
5: yeah. <laughs> no other answer than yes <laughs> i was on the way to the bathroom but i'll figure it out
10: <laughs> <laughs> we 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 had a player who had to who had to duck out for personal reasons and within 8 minutes i think dave appeared at the door and
5: oh look it filled that spot right in <laughs> and it was a blast and yeah friday night will i will always remember that like Hey, do you want to be a 16-year-old girl? That's the best. (laughs) That's the best reason why you should play
2: RPGs. I I believe it was, do you want to be a 16-year-old girl wizard demigod?
5: Fair enough. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I may have been drinking and forgotten words. No,
2: that's
4: all right. And the answer is, I've waited my whole life (laughs) for someone (laughs) to ask
0: me that question. Exactly. Exactly.
10: That that was a hell of a lot of fun game. You you have done yourself proud uh, to uh, have written... That particular hack of uh, apocalypse that 's a technical term i I'm not denigrated uh okay. but uh yeah no i um we had members of the mexican or or or, or mesoamerican pantheon uh, i was uh descended from Anubis i was a lawyer descended from Anubis uh we had um, oh Emery, we had a, a welder who was descended from the, the the Mexican lightning god. I think. Yeah, we, um, we had a
2: DJ, uh, the son of Hanuman, the right. the monkey king. Yeah, uh, a, who who would who would, who who whose DJ name was DJ Furious
10: George.
4: <laughs> Wait, it it
10: it wasn't
4: the Battle Chimp Potemkin. <laughs> no, it was not.
5: However, the
4: Battle Chimp Potemkin is still one of the greatest names
10: of any leader of anything ever. I don't know. The Furious, DJ Furious George was really good. He wore a giant monkey head while he was DJing. It was just his face, but like twice, as two, three times. Hold on. Face. Hold
4: on. I have to say again, the Battle Chimp Potemkin. I have to. I have to End side of with story. That wins. So, I have to side with Tappy.
5: It took me ten minutes after I sat down at this game to realize that to my right was DJ Furious George, and I was wearing all yellow.
8: (laughs) (laughs) And
1: then
5: then I lost it all over again. The the, the, the whole table.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There was a realization and the whole table just dissolved. We lost about 10, 15 minutes of, for the very best reasons. Oh, yes. did, did you plan that? No, no. you didn't. Okay. Dave, you got, Dave had
0: nothing to do with that.
4: Kadave. Hold on. Kedave. I love you.
10: Oh, That was, is so goddamn perfect. amazing. So perfect. All right. All right.
0: Can I talk about the shitstorm that was my 9 yes, a.m. You game can. on Saturday? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Okay.
10: No. Your 9
2: a.m. game Saturday? All right. I, think it was. I, cannot, I cannot wait to hear about a shitstorm. Hey, real quick, Stu, is the stream still live? I just got a message about it.
10: Oh, it's the internet. There's
0: nothing no. I can do. I'm uh, not at, uh, well, well recording, so. I'm yeah. not at my Those house. of you who
10: are listening after the fact, good on you. You caught all of this.
5: <laughs> Unfortunately,
0: oh, it's going down even farther. It's almost oh, no. gone. Well, Everybody's
5: going up to their rooms after gaming
0: four, all day and watching Netflix. So four kilobits it. per second. Netflix, yeah, now yeah, it's Netflix. zero. Yeah,
10: Netflix. Netflix.
0: Oh, now it's Netflix. back up. Netflix.
5: Oh, my.
10: Yeah, it, it's dead.
4: Wait,
5: we'll no, be no, back up in about 12
10: minutes.
1: minutes.
4: <laughs> Hold on. They're not having sweet, sweet con
1: <laughs> <laughs> The best ones. <laughs>
0: So uh, heeding Dave Cazay's uh, admonition to design a game uh, by the next con, uh, I wasn't going to do that. (laughs) So instead, what I did is I took a game I'd already designed and scaled it down and made a kid's version of it. Mm, That works. That works. So I I made a a moment of truth for kids, and the game is called Adventures in Arkendale. And I'm still kind of working on the setting and stuff. And I had uh, four players. I had uh, my two children, who will never be forced to play in an RPG again.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had the Potts boy, who, by the way, not only was he a fantastic role player, he was also a natural leader of the group. And I have a feeling he's going to end up becoming a fantastic GM as
2: well. Yeah, he played in Demigods today, and that does not surprise me at all to learn that. Yeah, he, he's, he gets it. He completely gets it.
0: And, and it was
2: I, – I learned a lot about
1: – What?
11: No, 14, yeah, 14
2: or 27 approximately. <laughs> that's that's like. exactly. not he's, possible
4: because yeah. I'm not that
8: old. He's 14 going on 30. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Okay, so last night I left my wallet after, uh, after our, our, our 10 Candles game. Mm-hmm. It had fallen underneath the table. This was in the room that you were going to do your game. I didn't know where it was, and I was like, "Okay, I want to trace my steps," and I found it. And I went under the table, but in your room, I looked up and I saw your kids, and they were sitting at the table. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, all right, I'll go now. I'll see you later."
0: <laughs> oh my god! I don't even want to talk about them. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so
4: oh. so to translate, they seemed very sad. That they were at a role-playing game convention.
0: No, well, you know what? They enjoy coming to the convention. They like to go to the computer games room. Okay. They like playing gruel Truck. They love... Well, Allie loves Gruel Truck. Zachary might. I don't know. He
10: likes playing computer games. Allie was in the Gruel Truck game that I was in last September, yes. and she, she rocked that one. Yeah.
4: Wait, hold on. Is that the fantasy food truck game?
10: Yes. 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 That food trucks in Middle Earth is
4: goddamn amazing. (laughs) Holy fuck! Who came up with that bullshit? Was that you? (laughs) Oh my god! You fucking god, because that's rad.
5: Tomorrow afternoon, two (laughs) o'clock. I I know. I defend my three time.
8: Three time.
5: Championship title of competitive gruel truck
2: excellent and which will also feature the entry of a new challenger <laughs> me a truck name to be determined so anyway the the game it's,
0: the game itself was fine. it ended up being uh, much simpler than I was expecting it to be because my son is going to be one of those oddball players. Who's going to end up playing the angry monkey while everyone else is playing a human? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he, I don't believe you. <laughs> he's. Ten, I believe, but he's ten right now, and he doesn't quite have the concept to pick something that's anthropomorphic. So he decided his character was a die, like a
10: six-sided die. That's awesome. I love this idea. I'm like, wait, oh. hold on.
0: Hold but you on. bought chainmail. How are you hanging the chainmail off of your body without arms? They grow out of the one in six. I don't know. That's what he came up with.
5: Well, that's, that's the way it is then. Right. Well, yes.
10: Yes. But he, he, uh, he's going he's to be one of those oddball players. Having played Threadbearer, where you play a stuffed animal or a sock puppet or like, a Transformer toy or something like that, he's going to rock at that one. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> oh no, he's, he's, My daughter is not interested in role-playing games. I discovered that very clearly. Very clearly, my son will be interested in them. He's going to have. He's going to have. It's going to be hippie games, basically. It's going to be. Hippie. Oh,
4: awesome! I'm a fan of that because you know, being the weird guy at the Renaissance fair, which is saying something. <laughs> I know something about being an oddball,
0: but uh, the game itself ended up working a lot. But lot went went a lot smoother than I thought it would go, uh, mechanically and all, all that stuff. So, um, a couple tweaks I'm going to make on it
10: and probably publish it soonish. So you, you said you had four players. Two of them were your kids. One was uh, Kurt Potts the third. And... Uh,
0: I don't. Well, uh, the other <laughs> one was 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 the child of someone else we know. Oh, okay. They're not here, so I don't. No, not
10: here, it. so okay, that's fine. But but you they were all kids. You didn't have adults. Kids. Also all in kids. the game.
0: Uh, I had one. Was it, who was it? Someone was. Inter-tier. He's not here. So, someone was in for a little bit, and he was like, like thinking about playing. And oh, that was you. <laughs> that was right. That was you. And and he's like, wow, I'm the only adult here. I'm gonna go. I kind of wish you hadn't. He <laughs> goes, wow, running games.
2: Uh, Excellent. For for the record, Will sat down at the table with Stu Venable and said, "Uh uh-oh, I'm the only adult here. (laughs) Yes. yes this did. What Uh, what
0: are are Saturday 9 a.m. games, Saturday morning games? Any Saturday morning games you want to talk about?
5: Get some. some.
4: Wait, wait, hold on. Fucking trip again? Can I try
5: those glasses?
4: (laughs) Do you mean actually like trip and fall?
12: So, the other part of the design challenge is. Um, <laughs> uh, so, for fans of the show, uh, if you don't know, there is a Happy Jacks Discord server. And uh, we have begun to initiate channels like uh, World Building and How to GM Good. <coughs> and you know so, the, uh, you know what my favorite a thing about the Happy Jacks, Jacks Discord, Discord, Discord server? server is? Not you know what being it. My favorite in it? thing is.
4: Nobody knows what my name is on it.
12: I swear to God, I thought I figured you out in the chat.
4: I no, think no, no. I found I am you in on the, the chat. chat, and you don't fucking know what my name is on it. <laughs> it's goddamn amazing. I don't know
12: some warden who hands out pamphlets. Couldn't be you. All right, Not so, me. <laughs> um, so I uh, I was in the the world building uh, channel, and I just dropped the idea in there. How would you guys feel about an eighties fantasy campaign? Uh, modern eighties with uh, you know, magic is modern eighties. Your well, eighties, eighties okay. America with uh, magic. But, so magic, is 80s, not or... okay, but no.
10: magic is not seventeen eighties, nineteen
12: eighties. But magic's very mundane and the eighties are modern. about? everyone can cast yeah, 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 can yeah, do yeah. magic. Right?
5: Nothing's gotten better since then. <clears throat> and, and it that came. Goddamn thing.
12: It came around to the fact that uh, magic eighties during the Cold War. Beautiful. Everybody was in. So I was like, all right, done. So we're working out names, and we came up with Nuclear Night School, uh, spelled with K-N-I-G-H-T, uh, Remedial Thaumaturgy 101. <laughs> the characters are, of course, students at El Camino College of Magic and Technology. Oh, I, I took a couple credits there, yeah. Mm. Uh, and we, we, we start the game with the characters in Remedial Thaumaturgy uh, watching the Dangers of Dark Magic video, which is basically the Don't Drink and Drive video. It's the red asphalt of magic. (laughs) (laughs) This is magic. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, So I actually have several players here. Yes, I see several players here, so I'd love to hear their thoughts on the game, Uh, and then I'll Jump in if they anybody wants me to talk about it more.
10: No. Don't everybody get, right. up, get up. I a once. once
4: I once had a character that was a correspondence mage, like, but instead like, had a correspondence course in magic. <laughs> it wasn't like like magic of like moving things in different places, like, but like had like signed in to a magic course and like sent in like some mailers and then got back like, the, like the a diploma bedding that bedding 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 for, for, for magic. Um, it, that sounds is perfect bedding bedding for this world. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because yeah, yeah, Tappy yeah. can't say it. That's amazing.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Seriously? No one? Uh, no one? So, I wasn't uh, in the right, game. Right, I can't talk about, talking about going it. Going once? Here I am. I'm talking. I'm talking. Okay, go. Here I am. I was in the game. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 because I can't escape the 80s. This whole con... Dear God, from Dallas on. Yeah, Oh, so yeah, that's true. Last con, I ran Dallas the RPG. That was your own fault. It's no. Fault. No, that was Rob's fault. That was Taylor's fault. I yeah. am goaded into discovering <laughs> ancient things that suck from other people. So Dallas the RPG is way up there. I'll tell you so what.
4: Much. I love this guy so much.
5: But... Uh then this con I played Space 8 1989 then I played Nuclear Night School the next day which I should have just kept wearing the yellow costume cuz <laughs> cuz it it was light magic that that's kind of the the origin of it um uh but we had a fun time uh because we were very not motivated people all of the players were... Were you slackers? <laughs> it's the yellow hair from the hat. It comes off and it attaches to me
10: randomly. <laughs> like Velcro.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, just or cat s- hair. <coughs> yeah. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> You're just becoming part Muppet. I... Well... <laughs> I've spent a great period of my life believing that I was a Muppet. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. Am I a, man? Kadev, Am I a Kadev, Muppet? Kedave? Dave. When are you
4: and I going to co-GM a game? <laughs>
5: I, it's on,
4: cause that would be fucking goddamn amazing.
5: I, I can't commit to May, but September, September, September. September? Do, it. do, it. do September. you want
4: September? You and you and me. Yeah, man.
5: Yeah, it's we'll on. It sign out. me up. Yeah, sign me after that
0: game. So, uh, oh my god, that'll be so. Dave's gonna make all the character pre gen sheets. Tap into yeah, it. I don't do. I don't do. <laughs> <anything>.
5: Yeah. <laughs> It'll be me me at the very beginning Just going I'll show up with just a binder Full of prep and he's just gonna just Pull down his pants and poop on it (laughs) Oh yeah And I'm gonna be like why Why did you do that? And Anka Dave's gonna be like how many drugs are you on And I'm like I don't know And then I'll say to myself Remember back in February You said okay and remember how much you drank then? Yeah. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> That's the point of drinking. <laughs> but uh, we ended up we ended up in a fight with slacker kids at Remedial Community College versus goths. Um and <laughs> it it was a fun time. Um I ended up picking the jock character, which some of you may laugh if you watch the video stream. <laughs> but but I ended up choosing the Yeah, you know, we play fantasy games for a reason. <laughs> but, a fair point. Uh I ended up choosing Hindrance because Kurt came up with a great way to do Savage Worlds based character gen for a con of here's your character, cool but you get to pick between two different hindrances, two different edges, and then you get to pick uh an additional edge. Oh my right? god, that's brilliant. Am I
12: Okay, so the idea is that the characters are divided between a class, which is basically race creation rules adding some flavor onto one of the some class elements, yeah. uh, and then your background, which is based on a click. So you're either a preppy, you're a jock, you're a geek, you're a rebel, or an outcast. And each of those have specific edges and hindrances that are tied to them because in this game, the goal, the idea is you're now in college, you're trying to climb out from under the stereotype that you've just experienced for four fucking years. And so you are stuck with these hindrances that you've just had ingrained in you. Uh, But the goal is over time, you could work your way out from under them. But so for instance, like the jock, you could either be lame or heroic. I forget what, or heroic, right? Like maybe you got an old football injury or you're like gung-ho, gonna run in first, you know, first guy in to get the puppies out of the fire, right?
5: So, so I decided that, that my injury was, I, I picked lame. Uh, because <laughs> Me too. You know, play what you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I decided that it wasn't an old football injury. It was like a just happened this year football injury and that my entire right leg was in a giant, Plaster 1980s cast. So he's Um, crutching
12: his ass all around the game map.
5: Literally, I was the tank and the warrior of the group, and I was just going, okay. (laughs) 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 Oh, hold on, hold on.
4: That is so smart. Like, this whole concept is so smart, I'm annoyed by it. I'm annoyed that I did not come up with it first. (laughs) And I kind of want to fight Kurt a little bit. (laughs) <laughs>
10: because I didn't come up with it. Kurt, did you? I'm not a you, good fighter. You, you came up with these, these sort of backgrounds and, and almost, not quite, but almost classes and you add hindrances. Did you
12: savage Apocalypse World? Yeah,
8: Ooh.
5: because
12: <laughs> okay, so <laughs>
5: hashtag savage everything.
12: I all right, so I love Savage Worlds. It's the as system. well you should it's because the it's system God I know the amazing. best, and sure, Hivemind is gonna call me like a baby or whatever and say yeah. that it's yeah. Duplo. Yeah. No, he's going call you a hippie. Sure. Like he no, no, me. no. He's not gonna ca- whatever. Savage World is great, but it has some serious issues with putting onus on the GM. For things like when to give out bennies, which is a huge fucking mechanic in that game that you have to remember, and I'm not gonna do that. So, what I did is I added a trigger to every fucking hindrance that says, You gain a Benny when you do this. I am not involved. Fucking get it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And. Okay, I'm also. Because it's not my responsibility. I'm
4: I'm again fucking annoyed I didn't come up with that first. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck
12: your eyes. The other the other thing I added was bonds and ties. And so this was just straight up ripped out of a fucking apocalypse world. So I the you have a bond, which is an NPC that is uh sort of a cross between a connection and an obligation. They're gonna fuck up your life, but you can also call on them if you need some shit. Um the other thing you have is ties, which are four questions, which are leading questions, like when we hit that dog who was with me, and did we stop? That you have to ask of the party, and they have to, one of them has to respond. And so now you're completely tied in with the other characters. And there's like four questions on each sheet. So if someone says, "Oh no, I'm not touching any of it," like because one of them is, you know, when I got totally trashed on prom night, who took care of me? So if you don't want to touch any of those, then you just skip it, right? You get pick two of these four. And if you want, write your own, but it's a con, so we don't have time for that shit. So pick two, and, and now you're tied into the rest of the group. I, how did that feel for everybody? Did that work?
5: I, I liked it, and, and just <coughs> FYI, we didn't stop when we killed the dog. <laughs> we didn't kill it, though. We just crippled the dog that was the vice principal in high school's dog. Yeah, I got
12: one of them wheelie things.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it became the paraplegic dog.
10: I, I yeah.
12: right. There's I a just, lot of...
0: There's a lot of fucked up shit in role-playing games, but leaving a crippled dog to suffer on the side of the road, you guys are dark.
5: Like, We're that, that's, players that's, that's in, in an RPG. F- Thank you very much. That's you not. know,
4: A, I'm okay. I, mm, I'm not okay with that, but that Even as a thing. not okay with
5: it. <laughs> Damn. But also, we've apparently found the very bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Because that's me. There is nothing also, not letting
4: people come up with shit and instead going, no, you're going to deal with something is a hard thing. But it is also something that makes people fucking deal with shit. And you know what? That's one of the things that I kind of like about the basic apocalypse world is where somebody says, someone is in love with you. Tell, Tell them who it is. You are in love with me. And they're like, oh, I don't want to be in love with you. Too goddamn fucking bad. I'm a Skinner.
1: <laughs>
4: deal. And then you move on. And it's, it, I think it's really interesting when people are forced into situations and then have to deal with that and role play that. And that's one of the things that I really like. So even in a not con situation, you were there when the dog thing happened. What
12: the fuck happened? All right,
4: and let's to be fair,
12: you could pick to stop. I mean, you don't yeah, have you to be a dick that. about yeah. it. Yeah, no. And, but you could have I mean, stopped when like, you're not. You
4: fucking happen If you're not Cadave and a terrible person, and that's me,
5: Tappy, saying someone's a terrible person. You lay a patch of rubber and you flip off the vice principal as they come out of their house to see what happened. So,
4: so again, Cadave and me are going to run a game. It's going to be awful. If you're a good person, do not up. show Don't up for up, this no. game. If you're a bad person, bring whiskey. And it's going to go downhill from there.
5: But, but here's the thing that most impressed me about the game. The fact that he let us all come up with our own bond to an NPC. And through the course of that game, each and every one of those bonds became part of the story. On his feet, just out of the blue. Woo! We that's, were all involved. That's awesome. That's, that's hard to I- it incorporate in four hours. Yep. Yeah, that's thank, thank well done. You. And even if I left mine just by the wayside, because I forgot. Jenny's
12: still standing there She's in waiting. her state idol animation, it's just.
5: Kind of like Westworld. <laughs> she's just standing there in an apartment, like maybe they'll come back.
4: Oh, man,
12: that's so creepy
4: in a really great way. <laughs> that
12: records just still skipping, and she's just sitting there listening to "Crazy" on a loop. "Crazy for You" on a loop. <laughs> Crazy
4: <laughs> yeah. for. Yeah. Uh... I have no well, idea what song you guys are
12: talking about.
0: Pat, Patsy Cline. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Patsy
4: Cline. Was that in the eighties?
0: No, no, way before the eighties.
4: Oh well, I wasn't born then. Early
0: sixties. So. Or in the fifties.
5: Older I am. I know it. <laughs> any any other? Oh yeah, yeah. It was totally 80s then. Any
0: other yeah. 9 a.m. games? We're gonna g- start to go into rapid advance because it's already 9:30, and I want to cut by 10. So any yeah? Any more? Any more Sunday or uh, Saturday?
2: Well, uh, yeah. Go. I had I had two more sessions of Demigods today uh, at uh, 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Uh, boy, 9 a.m. is a real time to start a game. Yes. <laughs> uh, Wait. Hold on. Hold
4: on. Nine. P.M. A.M. What the fuck is that?
2: Yeah. It's a real time on the clock. Uh, I uh, hold on. I disbelieve.
5: Yeah. It's the time before Jesus. Yeah. You, hold
2: on, gonna, hold on. I disbelieve. Yeah, you're gonna have to make a sand check for that. Oh. Oh. I'm I'm finally Who up. are you? Want to do the
0: mix famous?
15: I'm Pyre- I'm Katie Potts. Yay! Yay!
4: I I understood the first part, but I don't get the second part, but that's okay.
15: (laughs) Uh, What makes me famous is that I am the pyrotechnician of the group. (laughs) Wait, hold on. You're a pyrotechnician? That's awesome. I'm also the mom of Kurt 3.0. That's the good role player. Yes. Wait, Um,
4: and and you blow shit up? Yes. That's
5: amazing.
15: (laughs) Um, I played in the 9 a.m. game, and Kurt 3.0 played in the 2 p.m. game. Mm. Um, We, of course, discussed the game and both decided we loved it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, But I I was saying uh, before I played in the game that I had signed up for it, not knowing who was running it, didn't even look at the name, just read the description and was like, oh, yeah, that sounds amazing. (laughs) I want to play a demigod. That sounds like the best thing ever. Um, And then went, oh, cool, it's you. Um, but that was like that was like after the fact, so that was a great surprise. Um, I guess that's
2: better than being played in spite of me, right, which right. is what I did.
15: Yeah, absolutely.
5: <laughs> oh, cool! It's you is different than oh, god! It's uh, you.
4: Hold on, hold on. That's you. that's what I get all the time.
15: Yeah, I'll
2: take option A. Thank you. Yeah,
15: absolutely. Um, and the great thing is our, our son, who uh, his he was supposed to be in Jib's game, was super disappointed um, and actually ended up feeling really great about the fact that he ended up in your game as like a random alternate because he had a fantastic time. He could oh, not I'm, stop I'm talking glad. about it. I'm so glad. So, Thank you. Uh, you made the 14-year-old very happy. Um, but Woo! yeah, we played as demigods. I played as the uh, daughter of the Morgan, the Reaper. The oh yeah, the Reaper the playbook, slain. yeah. Um and we fucked up Paul Rudd with uh <laughs> with some great yeah.
2: uh I mean he had it coming. He had it coming. He only yeah, had he had, had, it coming. had it coming.
15: Yeah, absolutely. But I love the system. I loved everything that you you uh, created with your your hack of uh yeah. Apocalypse World. Well, so it was really great. Thank you. I appreciate yep. that. And and both Kurt 3.0 and I had a great time. Great.
2: Thank you. Excellent the um just just for fun uh the uh the 2pm game today was instead the uh Labrea tarpits uh a um demigod of the baron samdi had gone insane and decided to raise a dinosaur out of the tar pits awesome. uh, can i a, can i just talk about real quick how the La brea Tar tarpits is redundant
1: yes it is
4: it's the redundant it's it's the department of redundancy department yes, uh, that's yes. a fact what yes, does
0: yeah.
10: brea mean tar Oh, it L- does. Yeah, Brea, I did not know The La Brea, La Brea tar, pits tar Pits is means the, the Tar Tar Pits. Yeah. La Brea means the Tar Tar yes. Pit. The tar tar. Well, the La, the La Brea Tar, tar Pits is the, the Tar Tar Pits. Okay. Yeah. Right. It I had is no idea.
4: absolutely the Department of Redundancy Department informing you with information. <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> any any more uh, Saturday morning or afternoon games? Saturday morning, afternoon games? Oh, <laughs> afternoon game. Okay, we'll go to afternoon. I'll, I'll do mine real quick. I ran uh, uh, Traveler, Mongoose Traveler, second edition. I experimented with having character gen in the beginning of the game. I won't do that again. What? Oh, that's ter-
1: that's that's I won't do that, that again. That is... It
0: ate, I, I was hoping it would be between 30 and 45 minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, was, you poor dumb bastard. It, it, it How many players a, did you have? Six. Ooh, there's six. your first mistake. But several of the players showed up early and started character generation early.
10: Oh.
0: So there were people mm. who were f- like well into character gen, and we didn't do the connections until after everyone went through max of two terms. Once everyone oh, okay. went through their two terms, then we did the connections like retroactively. But it was a it's complicated. Yeah. I was the only person with a lot of with a, a significant experience with character gen in Mongoose Traveler. So I'm like running around the table. I only had two copies of the book, but I had a lot of copies of like the other stuff that they would need, but there was a lot of questions because nothing is really plainly no, obvious yeah. in that game. So there was a lot of running around we, we, got, we got through that, and then the adventure started. and the, the It's tiring. It's tiring. I'm a fat ass. It was really hard to run all the way around that table like 30 or 40 times. Skinny man.
1: <laughs> Skinny man. So
0: I,
4: I kind of want to at some point just run a troll game of Traveler where everybody does like their first thing. Like their their first uh, right. uh, uh, term. Session, term, and then have them role play with each other for a while, and then run another term, and have them role play with each other for a while, and have four hours of character creation, and then and then let them know that they actually ran the game, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly like the book Starship Troopers, right. where the entire book is them actually getting to the battlefield, right? right? And it's like, oh, looks like we're done. Good game, you guys. They're like, oh, we just role-played and we didn't even know it. We just thought we were making games. <laughs> that's a fair point,
10: actually. So, uh, for
4: the How re- fun would that be? For the record, pe-
2: that is my dream game that you just described. No, that's yeah. a great game. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So
4: somebody run that who isn't me because I can't put things together at all. I, I could run because that because it turns I could run out that in September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I'm ADHD as
5: fuck. So don't let me do really? it. Really? No. I could not tell. No. <laughs> My confidence about September just keeps growing and growing. <laughs> so, so in, in the in the
0: adventure, this, t- this this game takes place in in. Uh, Not vast dominions. What's the other one called? Ashes Ashes of Exodus. So, like, generation ships go out hundreds of years ago, and then they discover FTL drive, and they go to all these planets where these people. There's been a huge drift in in societal evolution, and hilarity ensues. So, I just want to point out, Davy rolled up the as happens in Traveler. And I gave them, like, three coins. And I said, you can throw one of these coins back to me if you want to ever re-roll anything. And you you never used one? You never used one. He rolled up the shittiest character you could possibly roll up in (laughs) Traveler. Oh, that's so rad. Good for you. And he embraced this character. Good for you. Good
13: for you. I, oh, this is what I love about traveler i you know like it it's not about making the most awesome space marine from hell it's about making a completely fucking worthless no, guy I, who got kicked out of community college when he just wanted to be a lawyer an actual <laughs> human, yeah, and ended up a drifter because that's the only job that would take him
10: <laughs> <laughs> so drifter isn't actually a job yeah right no, exactly. it's quite. It's right. it, it's entirely the opposite of having a job. And
13: somehow they, you know. Oh, well, you get to be your own boss. Has you had
10: the opposite of a job and
4: <laughs> lived in a homeless community for four years. <laughs> You're wrong.
10: It's absolutely a job, and fuck you. Oh no, it's it's hard work. It's
13: not a job. <laughs> Just describe yourself as a space lawyer, and everybody will take you seriously.
4: So. So one of the things that I love about Traveler is, is my friend Xing just wanted to make a she, – she wanted to have, like, this, this very elegant, um, like, a, a ambassador, and instead ended up a mechanic. And she was really pissed.
10: That really fits for Shing, actually. Because that's what
4: she does. <laughs> that's what's really real life. Yeah. Angry about it. And that angriness and that bitterness came out into the character. Oh, it was great. And it was the best thing ever. And that's one thing that I love about it. It's like, I want to be a lawyer, but I flunked out of community college <laughs> because I just can't even concentrate and I really like gin.
13: <laughs> In my case it was because I got space cancer. So. Space cancer.
4: Space cancer, that's even nothing. It's like, fuck, I have space cancer. I have to, like, take four years in the hospital, and now I'm out and I have all these bills. And they kick you off the planet. And they kick you off the fucking goddamn planet. <laughs> fuck these people. And it's like this sob story. But then you go beyond that. And I think that's what heroism... no, 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 no. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're actually doing something.
13: Well, okay, so... We had Stu very adeptly had us forge bonds between the characters, right? Mm-hmm. And it was one of the character in his past had been falsely accused of a crime in uh, in the navy and been broken down, lost his commission, and kicked out of the navy as a result. Guess who Be- his lawyer was. Ah! <laughs> See, and you're that's his great. <laughs> even if you're a balls
4: lawyer, even if you suck, like like Shing's character. Got adopted by Bill's character, who was basically a Yakuza boss, <laughs> times a million, <laughs> and, and like these bonds are formed between people because of the bullshit that happens. I think, that's, I think that's a sort of thing that happens in character creation in Traveler that you can't get anywhere else.
13: Yeah. I, I do regret that you can no longer die in character generation. Oh, you can.
4: Oh, you no, can. Oh, you can. you can. You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's an optional rule. If you, if you,
10: especially if you wind up in prison.
13: I, if anyone would have died in character creation, it would have been me.
10: It, it can ha- It's really hard. It's really rare, but it is possible. If you roll a low enough physical stats, it's possible that you
0: could actually die.
13: I, had- I didn't have anything higher than a three. <laughs>
4: Holy fuck, that's You didn't that's wind awesome. up in prison. That's oh, my God, that's the greatest character ever. Oh, it's my God, I want to play that character so badly. Yeah, Do you I have mean, your character if, sheet still? If
13: story is conflict, I was nothing but story. <laughs>
10: <laughs> so, you know, if you, especially if you wind up in prison, because you can get stuck in prison and you can't actually stop your character creation right. until you get paroled and you don't get anagathics while you're in prison. Right you can actually die okay, during character right. creation. But, but that's so, almost the only way it I can happen. I guess it
13: could have gone worse. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just
10: I say little. that to myself. <laughs> underestimate the power of worse. I say to myself
4: that every day. It could literally be worse.
0: I just want to say there was one combat in the game, and he did the funniest thing in the, during that combat. Please describe that
13: everybody else has like laser. Chris has a laser rifle that she's a crack shot with and everything. And I, I'm a space lawyer. So, you know, I, I, I come out of the legal and library and I see there's a fight going on. So I open my briefcase. I take off my brogues, my lawyer shoes, and I put on my ballet slippers. And everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, well, I know French kickboxing. <laughs> 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 oh and my
0: God, you know savate?
13: I do savate, And so huh. I, I just like,
0: and, and your battle cry? Who died? Grongite!
13: <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's awesome! Oh my god, I love this character so much, I want them to have a t-shirt. What's his name? T. TV
13: Shadbush, Space Westhead? Lawyer. Say again. T. Oxnod Shadbush, Space Lawyer.
4: That's <laughs> fucking yeah, awesome.
2: That that needs to be coming this fall. Uh, yeah. Huh.
10: That, that, is, that is as awesome as Jean-Claude Van Johnson.
13: <laughs> Which is brilliant. We, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like, it was the worst character ever, and I have never had more fun at a pickup game at a con. I mean, it was <laughs> great. See, and, and
4: I think that really like, like shows the point of having bad characters doesn't mean having a bad time. Mm. And I think we, Absolutely. right, Absolutely. And we get into that worry a lot, especially me who likes crunch, of like, how can I make a, a useful character? And the answer is that you really don't have to. Right. Sometimes the character sheet does keep you down. Oh, <laughs> and instead, instead, you have a great time having a fucking shit character. And so really what it is, is letting go. Letting go of all of the bullshit and finding the fun of having this character—a great character or a shit character. Snow mm-hmm. falls wide on the mountain tonight, <laughs> not a- <laughs> But but seriously, seriously, like having fun with somebody terrible is great. Absolutely, absolutely. And and one of the things that I find myself trying to make in, especially in like the twentieth anniversary, like uh, White Wolf games, is a shit character. And a terrible character yeah, because they're really White fun. Wolf. And Traveler is goddamn amazing for having a shit character and having a lot of fun. Yes, it is.
2: Yeah, I, I can distinctly remember the process of like being a teenager and trying to make like the kickinest kickass Shadowrunner of all time, and like super invested. Like I gotta have this gun and this much ammo, and also cast spells and hack every computer, and I gotta be good at everything. And and then you know getting older and. Eventually, realizing like, oh wait, if your character has some flaws, that's kind of interesting. And oh, right. we're telling a story, and it's not just a video game. And you know, like like starting to dig into the meat of that is so fun.
4: Oh yeah, it's like this L five R game. I got kicked out of. <laughs> I got kicked out of this game because I had this idea for the martial artisan, oh, and it was this no. artisan. It was a a artisan character that was a crane artisan who had, like, Mizudo and had all these things and could kick fucking anybody's ass. But it was an artisan. It wasn't a Bushi. That wasn't, like, the character's place to be doing that. Instead, I, like, fought everybody and looked in everybody's eyes that I shouldn't have and, like, made all this, like, fucking problems because I wanted to kick some ass. And I kicked some ass, and I got kicked out of the game because that's not what we were doing. (laughs) That wasn't the point of the game. Right. Right? The point of this game was to be nice and be cordial, et cetera, and I didn't want to do that. And so, like, <laughs> playing with the game and playing with yourself and trying to find, like, what is interesting, <laughs> playing with yourself is a great thing. It's, a, it's good and healthy. Are we <laughs> not doing phrasing anymore? <laughs> to find what is interesting. No, no, no. To find what is interesting is oftentimes being bad at something. Being a space lawyer in a combat is being bad at something, but it can be hilarious. And it can be interesting. And I think that's, that's a thing that, that is a good takeaway for those of us who have been playing for a while and don't necessarily need to be the best at something. Right.
5: So, uh,
3: so, so really what this is,
4: is masturbate, is what I'm saying. Yay! Like literally and figuratively, when we're playing games...
1: So Jack off. Not really. That's not what I means. No, don't do it literally. Don't do it,
4: please. Mm. For the love of God, I'm Keep joking. It to yourself. I'm joking and I'm fucking with you.
5: <laughs> so, at 2 o'clock today, I played in the Demigods game at 2 o'clock. And we all made our characters, and I made a character that was based on the trickster. The idea of a Loki-esque guy that just likes messing with people, but I chose nothing that would contribute to combat. At all. I literally added... uh, I had the ability to sort of just arrive places that I needed to. And I used that magic by opening doors. So I'd open a door and then through the door, whatever door it was, would be where I wanted to be. Uh, I then chose a multinational paramilitary corporation that I was the CEO of.
4: Wait, what? (laughs)
1: Yes.
5: (laughs) Because it didn't give me any skills. It just gave me resources to play around with. And the game began, and we saved the barista of the coffee shop down below us in my building that I leased out space to. And (laughs) And then we decided... We were tasked with stopping this zombie dinosaur apocalypse from the Librea Tarpids. And off we went down the street from my building in, on Wilshire in Los Angeles. Look it up if you don't live here. I know uh, exactly where that is. But uh, I decided that, that my trickster god was very much in the line of you know what? Like somebody, one of the other players was like, "Oh yeah, you totally have like a custom stretched Tesla," <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, I have a custom stretched giant Humvee." Oh yeah. Oh wow! That burns. I've like, seen those that have I, like
2: awesome, four yeah. wheels in the back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah, definition yeah. of unnecessary.
5: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But, like, literally, like, he was like, and you keep, like, a vat of burning oil on the roof just to prove that you're the boss. And I went, yeah, that's exactly what's happening here. But we get to a point where all of us arrive at the tar pits. A giant tar-covered Tyrannosaurus skeleton is emerging from the tar to ravage Los Angeles. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so,
4: by the way, a good friend of mine is, like, a researcher, like, <coughs> at the Liberia Tar Pits and, like, pulls shit out of that, like, all the time, and that is legit as fuck.
2: <laughs> That's so, great, because I pulled that whole thing out of my ass. <laughs> so, no, no, no,
4: it pulls out of the tar. Well, okay. Pulls out of the tar. So, you, you don't know what he has up his
5: ass. The first, thing, the first thing that happens when we arrive is giant, tar-covered Tyrannosaurus skull- skeleton is coming out of the tar, the spellcaster of the group decides to try and freeze it, instead rolls horribly and lights it on fire. <laughs> I think you made me hol- rolled excellently and sets no, no, it on fire. No, no, because the fire didn't hurt it in any way. It just made it more dangerous for the rest of us. <laughs> well, if
4: you are trying to reduce the amount of kinetic energy in the tar... And he's easier and to you f- see. And yeah. you fuck up <laughs> and increase the amount of kinetic energy in the tar... The that is that is a legit legit reason to have it light on the fire. The thing
5: I love about Apocalypse World Games is we sat down, we spent over an hour making characters. Yep. And I had made in my mind what was the epitome of the you know, the arms dealer. He was super well put together, super wealthy owned this building on Wilshire in Los Angeles, like a Tony Stark in your mind. Yeah, very much. Like super composed. You had a, you had a
2: lot of Boeing stock.
5: Yeah, like I I was literally like there was a neon globe in the lobby of my building that said the world is mine. <laughs> like that was very much my guy. And as soon as shit hit the fan, I turned into Bozo the Clown. <laughs> I cannot tell you how happy that makes me. <laughs> I, I, we jump in my giant stretched Humvee and drive to the tar pits. I pull down a hidden panel and remove a giant fifty caliber machine gun because I'm an arms dealer and paramilitary organization leader. And I pop out the sunroof of my <laughs> stretched Humvee and begin to shoot a Tyrannosaurus that's on fire in the face. It then gets angry and spits burning tar on me. <laughs> I, I, my gun is ruined. I am still alive because I'm a demigod. I <laughs> yeah, jump it, out of the it car. It turns out
2: firearms don't work great covered in burning tarp. Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh, God. So I am literally crying right now. <laughs> he is. I can see I, the tears. I then jump out of the car and dispatch a drone from the, the tailgate that searches the area for our target. find the target. Other demigods sprint up this 10-story building to stop him. I think to myself, "Oh, this is a good, good place for a joke. This is going to be great." <laughs> the
2: trickster God. The yeah, tr- that's no.
5: absolutely. I'm a trickster oh no, God. No, no, no. Uh, that's oh what no, I have to do. Oh no. I pull out what looks like a straight up RPG. It is a rocket propelled grenade, but it's not explosive in any way other than the fact that it's filled with glitter.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, know how I could love you any more than I, I do right now. <laughs>
5: I rolled to shoot this glitter grenade at our opponent on top of this building, but because I was in a hurry and I rolled horribly, because that's what I do in games. Yeah, like,
2: not even close. Like, this was, like, what would you get, like a three? Yeah. Like a, it's real bad on two dice.
4: By the way, I was literally here for that exact point, and it was, like, a four? I think it was a three and a one. Like, I saw those actual dice.
5: Yeah. And... I I didn't pick up the RPG correctly because I had no actual combat skills. I picked up the RPG facing the wrong direction. <laughs> I fired it into the ground, feet behind me, and filled my trousers with glitter. I can think of no way in which this could possibly end badly. Then one of the other gods decides to convince my driver to, to pull a Luke in an airspeeder and circle this Tyrannosaur with a cable yeah. as I'm just sprawled on the ground covered in glitter. <laughs> the just leaves you behind. He just drives off. Yeah. It's fine. It's all good. Like, I just turned into a comedic joke of the character that I had in mind. Oh, man. Welcome it, to my fucking life. <laughs> At the end of the game... I had had such a good time, and that's what the Apocalypse games are about. It's a game. It's supposed to be fun. Like, just roll with the punches, or the horrible dice failures, in my case, because I have co GM with Stark for a long time. <laughs> And I like to say it's sort of like the Dread Pirate Roberts, and I've grown accustomed to the, the failure. The Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, so for me, it's, you know, I, I say it, his bad luck is like my IO cane powder, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. It rubs off, and you're then not haunts immune me every to it. Day. No, not
10: entirely. He's
5: resistant. Yeah, I, I have like minor resistance to it. Every once in a while, I'll roll dice and go, oh, I did something! <laughs>
2: Call you having a single successful role at the game today? Nope.
5: Okay.
4: <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's okay. That's also one of the reasons why the game mask is pretty cool because every time you fail a roll, you get a experience point, mm-hmm. and five of those gets you a uh, advancement. So,
10: unfortunately, that is not the case in Demigods. You so, do not
4: get uh, you do not get threads but, from failing. <laughs> uh, but beside, beside that point, sucking
10: oftentimes is hilarious. Yeah.
4: But and it s-
5: formed a character that I loved.
10: Right. Right. And this is absolutely like my wife's uh, mantra when it comes to gaming, which is uh, bad idea is best idea.
4: Or, or the fact that we as humans learn from failing. Yeah. And that's, that's really, 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 really something to learn from all of this is that we learn as players from sucking. Because if we actually succeed, we don't know if that's just a die roll or your plan. Right right? Yeah. And and actually failing isn't a bad thing.
2: Yeah, failing is its own reward. Yeah. Really.
1: <laughs> no,
4: no, no, no. That is 100% correct.
2: Yeah, I am not sarcastic right now. Yeah,
4: so we need a t-shirt that says failing, failing is, its is, own, is its own reward, along with
0: goddamn amazing.
4: Yeah.
2: Right.
0: It is both things. Alright. Yeah. Any other games
12: real quick? Come on.
1: It's, uh,
0: We're getting close to 10 here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, here we go. What do you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah?
12: No, no, no. I mean, I'm going to be quick. All right. right. So at... That's what she said. Thank you. (laughs) So at 2 p.m., I had the fucking delight to play in Goth as Fuck.
4: Wait. Hold on. Hold on. This is relevant to my interests. I would like to subscribe to your Ladies
12: and gentlemen, Dave Kazay wrote a game called Goth as Fuck, where... I would like to say... They're trying to get him up here. I would like to say that the most important decision that you had to make in that game was, what is your goth name? And so I went with Alejandro Confession.
4: Uh, holy shit. That's a great name, especially for you. My,
12: oh my God. I, I'm a my, person for
2: learning this. My,
12: Alejandro Confession. My favorite pickup line was, Would you like to make confession?
2: Yes! Yes, I would! As a matter of fact, I don't even know what the fuck that even means. I might like to make confession twice.
12: Unfortunately, as it turns out, I am not, in fact, goth as fuck. My wife, by an order of magnitude, is goth as fuck. And if she won't get up, maybe Dave can tell everyone why.
4: Hold on, hold on. I don't believe you. (laughs) Prove it.
0: Here she comes. All right, fine. Shooting daggers with her eyes.
15: (laughs) Thanks, husband.
10: Oh, you're sleeping on the couch.
15: (laughs) I am, in fact, goth as fuck. (laughs) I am a... Two-time winner of Goth as fuck, and as as Dave will probably state, I am a lot meaner than he anticipated.
10: That's yet another woman he's afraid of.
15: We, we had we had three stats. We had snark. We had looks, and we had moves, and I was Goth as fuck. It's snarking. I could talk some mad shit. And I scared even myself a little bit. <laughs> which made me goth as fuck. Yes. And I was, I was Raven Tis Winters. True. Tis
10: true. What's your
4: name?
15: Raven Winters.
10: Raven Winters?
15: Yes, Raven Winters, which is that, goth as fuck.
4: That is goddamn
12: fucking goth as fuck,
15: it's, it's legitimately.
12: So the, the single defining moment for me of the game was when I was staring down at Dave Kazay, who was in the moment portraying not one but two 21-year-old young women who had come to the goth club on their birthday. Was it believable? Oh, yes. And I had to make a choice. I had to make a snap decision. Do I role-play fucking these two 21-year-old girls with this adult man in front of me or do I fade to black? <laughs> and I had to look at him and said, Dave, I need a veil. Oh God, so that good. was the defining moment. Oh
1: my God, it's so good.
12: Oh.
4: Okay, you people on the intertubes who actually watch this like with video haven't seen the, video, the thing that I just saw, <laughs> which is goddamn amazing. And you need to just pretend that you see somebody...
1: <laughs>
10: Dave Kazeya swooning you see this guy into Kurt Potts' arms. That's <laughs> falling for confession. Hello Dave, come here.
0: It's so I good. Dave. Dave. I want
10: to hear about this goth
0: fuck game. Okay, so, like, so, <laughs> so give us your elevator pitch. So
4: I
5: am goth. So give us your elevator pitch. Hold on. Wait, wait. What do they do? What do they do?
14: They talk shit about one another. Have you ever been <laughs> to a goth club before? <laughs> My God, I don't know what you're thinking about, but anybody who knows... You no, you've been to a goth cool, club! Or you talk shit about other people, so you look better. <laughs> I have no, th-
0: I was in college by the time goth started, so no. <laughs> I wasn't,
14: and I know exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah. Um, this was a, a, uh, a pamphlet game that we decided to put out that was similar to what Grant Howitt was doing in terms of, like, lasers and feelings and uh, Honey Heist, which is a bears doing bank heists. And so it was my idea saying, okay, well, what are we going to do? And obviously we needed to do something that was making fun, and, but also in a loving way. <laughs> an, an homage. An homage, if you will. In homage. homage of... Uh it was of gothic music and getting the gothic scene and so what have you Hold on,
4: hold on. Did I just hear that this is for sale on Drive RPG? It is. For $1.99? A dollar ninety nine. I am going to buy that. Why moment. why, Tappy? Why? <laughs> because that's goddamn amazing. <laughs> and and also really true, having been part of LA's goth industrial scene for twenty fucking years. Absolutely, absolutely. Some people talking shit about each other is 100% what I'm it's all about. just kidding,
14: by the way. With the gothic community, is very inclusive. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oh, no.
5: You can always believe a man that laughs.
1: Uh, I'm okay.
5: Stop that laughing. So, no, no, no. <laughs>
14: And he's what's right. really what's really screwed up about this is that I know that there are so many photos of me wearing the guy liner and all that, so I feel really comfortable about this. So
4: <laughs> no, 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 he's right. It's very, very inclusive. They hate everyone
14: equally. it really is. Yeah, you'll talk shit about anybody. 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 So yeah. So actually, no. It, it was actually a really great game, and the pots, of course, are both you know lovely and frightening, both of them in equal ways. So yeah. it was a really good game, and. We had a lot of fun, so you, yeah. I'm I'm sad that Tom's left because I just wanted to announce my next game. You wanna you wanna know what I'm working on, yeah. Stu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold it's hold called it's called Ten Roman Candles.
2: <laughs> In an indoor setting. In an
14: so indoor whenever setting, there's exactly. a mistake or like anybody fails a roll, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? I've been sitting on this goddamn
4: joke an hour and a half, you bitches! Oh, I want to talk about my
1: scene again! It's amazing! Fuck you guys!
4: <laughs> who wait, are wait. you? do I do it? Yeah. Okay, who are you and how do I not know you? I'm angry that I don't know you.
5: No, we're going to role-play, and it's going to be awesome. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to (laughs) watch.
4: I'll sell tickets. So you're going to watch going, oh, yeah, no, keep going. Keep going,
5: keep going. Keep role-playing. Keep role-playing. Slower. Do it. Slower. (laughs) Faster.
0: Don't look at me. Don't look at me.
2: Okay, Okay, look at look at me. Okay. All right. All right. Are we we done?
4: I'm sorry that I showed up. I didn't mean to. (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit!
0: You're not sorry.
5: I just killed myself. All right. Are we done? Hey. Anything uh, else? What? Go. So, uh, if you're watching this from your hotel room here at the con uh, tomorrow morning at nine o'clock, I've probably got a couple spots in Tales from the Loop. Nice. Oh, Arcade really? How many? generation, because
2: I got two kids oh, that love to play the game. And uh, <laughs> the thing about the the thing about the Tales from the Loop game, which Dave hasn't been saying quite as loudly as I think is so fucking cool. Um, the story is is um, sort of uh, tangential to the story that we're actually playing on the stream every other week, and so the shit that happens in this game is going to turn up in our game. Uh, the kids that you play there will will be become part of the story that Dave's weaving for us on the stream, so I'm super excited to see what comes out of that, because I'm not allowed to join the game, so uh, (laughs) have fun. Oh, so I want to give a brief shout out to my friend Kay, who
4: is also running the um, (gasps) Saber Legion here at the con. Yeah, that's the lightsaber people? It's the lightsaber people who are doing their, it's lightsaber combat. Kay is, he and I started the role-playing club at my high school, back when I was fucking 14. He's also the reason why I got into sushi and like a whole bunch of stuff that changed my life. So he's a great guy and he has been doing martial arts forever and you absolutely should hook up with him if you are interested in sword combat or lightsaber combat at all. (laughs) Sorry. uh,
5: I just splashed... Beer in my eye and it hurt really bad. That's not. Oh, how thank you're supposed God to drink people beer. weren't
4: laughing at me. I was really worried. Like, what am I That's saying? N- That's fucking funny.
2: That's not where beer goes. It's like iocane powder. It'll
10: hurt a little less each time. So real, real quickly, at nine o'clock this uh, this morning, I signed up for uh, uh, Tales from the Loop game, thinking it was Caday's game. And I was completely wrong. Fooled you. But it was it was a hell of a lot of. So it was a hell of a lot of fun. The the guy who ran it was originally from Los Alamos, New Mexico. And so he set the game in Los Alamos, New Mexico. And one of the players signed up thinking, oh, I'm from Los Alamos, New Mexico. And he brought his son and his fucking high school yearbook from Los Alamos High School. That's way too real. (laughs) That's way too real. I'm like, what the fuck? Two people had never met each other. One was class of '91, one was class of '86. They were four years That's apart. Wow. Having gone to the same high school in Los Alamos, like, oh, so you know about this and this and this and, this, and it just all.
2: Automatic immersion. In fact, <laughs> that's five years. I'm sorry. I tried to stop myself from saying it, but it's actually five years. So That's five years.
10: Cla- graduated in 86, graduated in
5: 90. Ladies and gentlemen, 90. I would 90. like to tell you that I know oh, no. oh. bullshit about 1982 Boulder City, Nevada. <laughs> and everything in my game is completely made up, and we'll have a good time. <laughs> so if right. you bring a yearbook from Boulder City, Nevada in 1982... Fuck you.
4: (laughs) However, however, if you know anything about early 1990s, San San Dimas High School. (laughs) San Dimas High School football rules! how their football rules, I know everything about that. Now nothing was goddamn afoot at the fucking Circle K there.
10: Later in the 90s, apparently it was, because my roommate went to San Dimas. (laughs) Are, are, Are you really from the San Gabriel Valley? Me? I'm
4: from Laverne, which is right next to San Dimas. And I absolutely hung out at the Circle K (laughs) in San Dimas. And whoever your friend is that went to San San Dimas High School,
5: fuck that guy. Okay. Because I'm exactly on the other side. What? What? Sandi- like, San Demas High School is the center point between you and my life. Okay, so, <laughs> so wait. So many of you don't know this. You've heard San Demas High School football rules.
4: It A doesn't, and B <laughs> nope. San Demas is themed Western.
5: Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> there However,
4: was the Wild West between <laughs> Tappy and my childhood. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious how Western-themed
2: it is. However, I think we just realized that the game that you two are co-GMing in September is the San Dimas High School Football Rules PBTA hat.
5: <laughs> oh, my God, it is, and fuck you for saying that. <laughs> my my body is ready. <laughs> For now. (laughs) Oh my God.
4: I I literally cannot wait for this game. I wish it was next week.
0: Right. All right. We're done. I think we're done. We're done? We're done? All right. Thank you you for joining us. Thank you for joining us for season 21, episode 7 of Happy Chick Surgery Podcast. My name is Stu.
5: I am
10: Kadave. I'm Jason. I'm Kurt. And I am
0: Tappy.
5: And our live studio audience.
0: Thank you very much. We'll leave you with a song.
5: Let's sing the song. We haven't done that sing-along in a long time. And he's a laser-printed printed hero. A, a big a white castanet. And <laughs> if you <laughs> blow <laughs> a dice throw, a dash you dash may a just end up dead. Oh, forget about your backstory. backstory your family and foe. And, and, if, and if you, you miss a dice throw, oh, that's just how the story goes. goes.
1: Oh. Oh.